Welcome to Better Business Building, where I'm your host, Adam Menderich, where I talk to business leaders from all shapes of life about what's worked for them and how they can help you win. Well, yeah, well, thanks so much, man, for making the time to come on. And um, we finally got there. And with, with my show, as always, um, I'll chuck straight across to you to tell, tell us a little bit more what you do, Smith. Sure. So, yeah, finally, great to be here. Great to chat. Um, I am guiding men through separation. Yes. Divorce. So some can call me a divorce coach. I'm I'm calling myself a separation guide. There's all kinds of ways to do divorce coaching. I'm focusing, first of all, on men. And secondly, on the emotional heavy lifting. So I'm like the personal trainer for the mm-hmm. emotional heavy lifting. I like that. That that that's a good way of putting it. Um, so let's break that down a little bit. How did you, obviously something had happened to you for you to realize that you could one, that was a thing and two, you could help other people with it. Can you talk us through that a little bit? Sure. So I got separated three years ago and I was totally lost. Mm -hmm. It was just, what the hell am I supposed to do now? There was no roadmap. There's no social rituals. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, go and talk to your GP, kind of. Yeah. You know, yeah. That was the advice. Um, obviously, I could have gone to see a, a counselor or a psychologist, but I wasn't even in that state. Mm-hmm. I was totally engulfed in my denial, shame, and fear. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see it. Yeah. There's no way out of denial. There's no, no change is happening while in denial. Yeah. So I uh, got lucky because one, I, I just. Um, by a chance encounter, I met uh, an older man that went operation himself a few months beforehand, and he showed me some doors. He said, oh, you can go and write a journal. You can buy this book. You can come with me to a men's circle. And I was in such a state when I said yes, yes, yes to everything because I realized that what I'm doing is not working for me, clearly. Mm-hmm. So I need to either learn something new or change what I'm doing or realize something, something has to give. I can't keep on doing what I'm doing and expect a different result. Yeah. And during that time, things kind of like the pennies started to drop. So every time I went to a men's circle, I remember my second time, I couldn't sleep. I was in bed just like Mm -hmm. so excited going, this is amazing because it was the first time that I was in a place with eight other men, total strangers, Mm -hmm. that I told things that I've never told my closest friends, and they held me in such a place, in such a safe place, that I I felt safe to share. Mm -hmm. And that was amazing. So um, I kept going every two weeks. I went to a men's circle. I started working with an equine therapist, with horses. I started working with uh, coaches, with mentors. And at some point I went, okay, so I love doing this. I love being of service, holding space for other men. How can can it look like? So I started uh, studying counseling. So I'm going to be a, a qualified early 2023. And also studied equine therapy. Mm-hmm. The, the vision of creating a roadmap for men going through separation. Yes. To go, hey, here you go. You're going through separation. Here you go. That's what here's here's a roadmap. Do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
but because it speaks to the strength of your character though to be able to jump straight into doing that but how, what do you say to the men that aren't ready for that commitment yet like how did you get there like you because that sounds like a pretty big realization um when you like when you first made that jump to go and see the men's group or you got the help from the from the other person but what do you say to the ones that aren't ready to, to get there yet like how do you oh, it, yeah yeah oh it took months yeah yeah okay okay I, i'm saying it as like oh you know he yeah, offered yeah, it okay. to me and i'm like yeah it took months for me to get to get ready. So I was in denial for about two years. Okay. I was in denial uh, and shame. I, I didn't tell my parents for two years about the separation. Mm-hmm. Tell any friends for two years. If, like we were living in the same house. Mm-hmm. Tell anyone for a couple of reasons. One, I was in shame. I thought I was a failure mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. And... Second of all, we didn't want that uh, friends and family to go and start kind of like rattling the boat too much for us. We wanted to do it in a more organic way or slower mm-hmm. times. And sometimes that outside um, questioning can actually make it go quicker. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want that. So when he said that, I was in a place that I was ready after two years of denial. Mm-hmm. When he said that, I was in such a place when I said, look, I have to try it. Mm-hmm. Not, not, I, I don't see the downside of trying to go to a men's circle. Yeah. A worst case scenario, I won't like it. Yeah, yeah. It, I wasted three hours. So what? Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Well, that makes that makes sense. But um, it's still – so what – so hang on, let me rephrase so men that aren't as lucky as you or have a partner that's equally as understanding to have that uh, unison of how you want to approach that, how do you how do you help those those men in this situation that maybe weren't so lucky or aren't so lucky, I'm trying to say? Great question. Yeah. Okay. So to these men, I'm really trying to just break it down or, or analogies, right? Yeah. One of the analogies that I like to use is that I was operating on a Windows 95 yeah. operating system uh-huh. as a 45-year-old man. Like, yeah. imagine your laptop on a Windows 95. It, it won't work, right? Malware, buggy, bugs, um, corrupted files, mm-hmm. kinds of crap. Mm-hmm. It won't work. It was going to yeah. be slow. You're going to go, hey, you're going to call someone to replace the hard drive, right? Mm-hmm. Same with me, when when we grow up, when I was growing up, I was fed all kinds of stuff by my parents, by my family, by my school, by my state, by society. I was fed shit. Mm-hmm. And that created my operating system, yeah. which was fair enough when I was six or when I was 16 or yeah. even 26. It was okay. Yeah. You know what? As I grew up, when I'm 45, that operating system, that Windows 95 doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Because it's full of all that shit. So what I'm saying is, hey, let's upgrade your system. Mm-hmm. System upgrade. Guess what? You know what happens to your laptop after you upgrade your hard drive? Mm-hmm. Faster, cleaner, yeah. you can do more things with it, right? Yeah. Superpower. Yeah. Superpower. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like upgrading. And yeah. that upgrading is called awareness. 
Yeah. I like it. That's a that's a really great analogy. Um, maybe talk us through some of the learnings that you've had like through that journey, because I, I it wouldn't have all been like smooth sailing. Um, yeah, talk us through some of that. So I think the biggest takeaway for me is that it's always about me. Mm -hmm. I always need to ask whatever happens in the world, in my life, with my ex, with my kid, with my friends. I need to step inside me and figure it out here. Mm -hmm. Everything makes sense. It's not like I'm blaming myself. That's not the point. Mm -hmm. The point is to go, hey, what is it about me? What is it that I'm feeling, thinking, acting? What is it? Categorizing it and then examining it and then going, okay, what do I want to do with it? Yeah. So totally different way of functioning it's an aware way of functioning mm. other than, oh, I'm just doing stuff based on emotions, thoughts, things that I'm not even aware of. Yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about the journey. So like, did you, like, what did that look like? You were going to these groups and then you would take, did, was it more, so for, was it totally holistic? So basically you could see through some of those um, learnings those are the ones that you honed in on to be able to help others? Or what was that point for, what was the tipping point for you to just go, hang on, there's a light bulb moment here. This is kind of good, but not quite as good as what it should be. I think I could help better or in a different way. Was it like that or? Yeah, so something like that. So after about a year and a half of doing the men's circles and doing all the work like in equine therapy and with my coaches and all that, I went like, okay, so that stuff works. I tried it. Mm -hmm. And then myself, I was totally unaware. I've done the journey. I've learned some tools and techniques. And every time I implemented them, it worked. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah. 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 Pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. So I went, okay, this stuff is not rocket science. Mm -hmm. I'm just a guy, you know, like if I can do it, anyone can do it. Mm -hmm. They're pretty simple, but they were never taught, especially, especially for men. Mm -hmm. so how i see it is that men were taught out of their emotional superpowers yeah when i was growing up i heard don't be a girl vulnerability is a weakness emotions are negative right don't do this it's not for you mm -hmm. truth is this is a superpower if i can actually use it it's actually going to enhance my life my masculinity my relationship mm -hmm. so i guess in in that in that journey, I went, wait a second, if if these tools are simple and I can show them how to use them, they can do it themselves. Mm -hmm. And maybe they'll achieve better results in, in separation. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So for the men obviously listening, um, and they're obviously the ones that you can help the most, I presume you don't also do the other side of the equation, but correct me if I'm wrong, working with you, what does that look like? Do you have, do you have a, a, a holistic framework for that? Or does it, um, look, yeah, walk us through what that would look like. Cool. So I've got a seven week program. So seven weeks, seven Zoom sessions. Yeah. Also involved workbooks. So every week got his own workbook. Every yeah. session got a topic. Uh-huh. And it's also um, involving uh, text support accountability. So the mm -hmm. men me every day hey i've done this exercise this is what came up for me i can direct a little bit 
So it's pretty much a seven week to a nine week boot camp mm-hmm. of emotional powerlifting. Mm-hmm. I like it. And my job is to teach the men tools and techniques to spot them while they're practicing to build mm-hmm. muscle and mm-hmm. to get skills. So after the seven or nine weeks, they can go ahead and, and do that stuff. Yeah. Go ahead and do that stuff after week one. Mm-hmm. Everything is very practical. Mm-hmm. So because that sounds like very, what am I trying to say? Not inviting, but um, easy to follow and engaging. Do you find like, what, t- talk us through, like, do you see some dramatic transformations in some of these people? Or what does that look like? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. The, 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 it is a, sometimes it's a dramatic uh, change after week one. Mm-hmm. I had clients who told me, wow, like week one was my best week ever. Like that was just like, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you blow my mind. Yeah. And obviously things happen later on, but every man will be in a different position. So every man will go, oh, week one for me was amazing. Another man will go, oh, the paddock session was amazing. Yeah. For the people that are in Melbourne, I also offer, offer a paddock session. Mm-hmm. Walk and talk in the paddock with 10 horses mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. and that's how men learn right men learn by doing stuff men love tools so i was trying to put up something that actually is teaching men like they want to learn mm-hmm. an office with two of us talking about childhood and therapy and all that yes we can do that it's not that it's bad mm-hmm. i'm just an option but i was trying to kind of like figure out okay how do men learn best let's do that i like it I like it. And that does sound like you've obviously bridged the gap and that would be some very good hands-on learning. Um, For the listeners that are listening now and maybe hopefully not going to go through this anytime soon, but if they are, do you have any uh, first up tips just to say like, hey, these are some of the things to look out for or this is what you could do or anything like that? Absolutely. So number one, get support. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in it. Actually, it's a very masculine thing to get support. Like think about you going into the bush or into the jungle. You don't have anyone. You don't have water. You don't have food. Hey, guess what? If you can call support to get you out of there, you survive. Yeah. So um, there's no shame in getting support. Go to a men's circle. Go mm-hmm. to a psychologist. Go to a counselor. Go to a divorce coach. Just have a chat. Maybe you don't really connect. Great. Go to the other one. Mm-hmm. In one stage, I had five people that I worked with as support, and that felt amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not. It's also doesn't like oh, you don't have to go with one person. You can have two. You can have three. You can have four. Mm-hmm. This is the time in your life that you need it. Another thing why support is so important because separation is such an emotional challenge. There are two people that are basically in fight or flight. Mm-hmm the whole time yeah. and in that position you're supposed to negotiate the rest of your life that's mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. it's not for one year it's not for 18 months it's not up to get you get your court orders if you have kids it's forever mm-hmm. so it's very hard when i'm on in fight or flight to open up and see the macro right yeah but there is a macro and if you think about that you're going oh shit this is the time to get the support that I need to make sure that I'm making the right decisions now that will support me in 
five, 10, 20 years time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every time I talk to my ex, the, I, I can choose. I can choose right now. If I'm, if you're separating, you can choose right now. Do you want every time to talk, we talk, you talk with your ex about picking up the kids to be shit mm -hmm. and nervous and to be anxiety ridden and to be dramatic, dramatic, mm -hmm. or do you want it to be amicable, kind, um, okay, um, honest, I don't know, other words. Mm -hmm. And look, I totally get it. Some cases are not for it. Not every, it's not this, everyone is not the same, right? So in some cases, there's animosity. In some cases, there's violent violence. In some cases, they have to go to court. In some cases, you know, kids are doing, uh, sorry, parents are doing crazy things sometimes. Women, men, yeah, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. So I totally get it. Not everyone can go, oh, okay, I'm going to choose to do this. But there is the only the only choice I do have is how how I do things. Yeah. For me, getting support is first of all and taking responsibility for my stuff, for my emotions, thoughts, actions. Yeah. 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 Well, um, it sounds like you would be an amazing advocate and a bridge to have in, in your corner. So if the listeners have loved what, what you've said just as much as what I have, where are the best places to contact you? Yeah, so it's uh, divorcecowboy.com.au. You can uh, download the free PDF, which mm -hmm. is Operation Survival Guide. Um, I offer uh, 15 minutes free chat, so you can book it through there. And I'm on LinkedIn as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling us a little bit more about this to help men in this exact position. Um, it's been great. No worries. Thanks, mate. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for listening. If you, like me, have received great value from my guest, please like, share and follow. See you next time.